Welcome to Trading Matters by OCBC Securities. My name is Adam. I'm from the fifth person along with Rusmin. Hello. And of course, from OCBC Securities, we have Troy. Welcome, Troy. Hi, hi, hi. All right. So thank you so much for joining us at this roundtable. We're going to talk about chat, GBT, you know, how AI is going to mm -hmm. impact businesses. And of course, the stocks that are going to be affected by AI as well in this roundtable. So with that, let's cut to the intro. <laughs> So welcome to Trading Matters by OCBC Securities. This is a show where we invite an OCBC Securities expert to discuss you know, the latest news and updates that can impact the markets in Singapore, uh, Hong Kong, US, and Asia as well. So today we're gonna to talk about um, ChatGBT and AI. So let's just dive right into it. So ChatGBT has been, uh, I mean, I've been using it a lot. It's a lot of fun. I think it's really, really brilliant. Tell us a bit more for those who don't know, you know a bit about what ChatGBT is all about. So before I share my thoughts about ChatGPT, uh, let me run through the history of it. So the initial version started in 1960s called Eliza, subsequently to Alice in the 1990s. Apple created Siri and only started to float in the markets in the 2010s. So similar tools at that time were Google Assistant and Amazon's Alexa. So in 2022, we had ChatGPT. So mm. we can see chatbot market has been growing significantly in the last few years. All right, so actually what you're saying is that all these um, Eliza, Alice were like basically AI, early AI. Mm -hmm. And then they were like early chatbot bots, you know, and then now we have the very advanced version, which is ChatGPT. Correct. Yeah, all right, yeah, okay. Yeah. So from the customer's uh, perspective, we can see chatbot markets uh, grew this significant. And there's, there's various, various reasons for this. So one of the reasons is the rise in customer demand for 24-hour services operations. Uh, customers prefer to be assisted immediately when they have queries. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I think another reason is the growth preference for messaging apps over social networking sites, mm -hmm. leading to a larger proportion of customers having the habit of typing in than calling through the phone. Mm -hmm. So I think, do you prefer to be caught like no. for queries or you prefer to like <laughs> I think it really depends I think if it's something simple mm -hmm. uh, a quick question query I need point me in the right direction I can use the chat box chat box uh, yeah. or chat bot you know, pers uh, yeah. personally I don't really like to call because you have to go for a long way yeah it's like you jump through <laughs> many many hoops and then you yeah. finally get to talk to someone but then in the past when you try to use the chat uh, services the Response is terrible. Yeah, so it wasn't very good. Like yeah. You have to end up calling them again, right? Correct. But nowadays, ChatGPT is amazing. They can yeah, talk so to if you. they can implement <laughs> this level of technology in AI into the chatbots, I think, um, yeah, all, all, by, by all means, I'm happy to just do that. <laughs> yeah. Save time, you know? Yeah, sure, yeah sure, of course. Sure. So I think from the company's perspective of AI bots, so AI could reduce its operational costs by assigning jobs to the chatbot. So like, you know, why not? So the idea expanded from chatbot to search engines. So just two months after the launch of ChatGBT, uh, they are estimated to have reached 100 million active users, making it the fastest growing uh, consumer applications in history. So let me give you a gauge. So by comparison to reach 100 million active users, TikTok took roughly nine months. Then Instagram took roughly about 2.5 years. And Google Translate took 6.5 years. Mm -hmm. mm. So I think personally, uh, I'm the user of ChatGPT. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I think the platform can be utilized for most of the general questions to get a quick personalized answers. Just to take note, ChatGPT uses past information. And 
it may not produce uh, a correct answer. So we, we still have to do a fact checking. Yeah. So yeah. at the current stage, the chat GBT is still not able to produce actionable investment insights with <laughs> fresh data happening in the financial market. Yeah, I tried to do that actually. I tried to, what stock? Can I buy this stock? They said no, no recommendation to buy or sell. Okay. Yeah, so I think it, it still requires <laughs> you to direct you know, it's yeah. focus. Mm -hmm. uh, and that, that can help you with your work, save a lot of time. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's fully, I mean, the holy grail is uh, AGI, right? Uh, yeah. Artificial general intelligence, we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. But anyway, back to chat GPT. I think uh, Google, uh, a few, I think a couple months back, I think they I issued, the CEO uh, issued a code red yeah. about mm -hmm. chat GPT. Okay. And it could be a threat to Google's business. I mean, Google <laughs> is a, is a huge company but to think that something like that is going to be a threat you know tell us more about that so we start with google first okay google business model heavily relies on ads and that appears on the top section of the search engine so these ads help them to generate a consistent revenue giving google investors potential future returns so now chatgb has close ties with microsoft and microsoft operates to the search engine called bing mm -hmm. So the emergence of ChatGPT may potentially drive search traffic from Google Chrome to Microsoft Bing. Mm -hmm. So therefore, Google CEO has issued a code red. Google does have its own uh, ongoing development in AI bot, but the bot may generate racist and sexist uh, responses similar to ChatGPT. Mm -hmm. This made uh, Google management think deeply whether to continue their commercial priorities in ads or to roll out the pub uh, to the public they are on their uh, AI uh, bots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, Google was hesitant about releasing using AI for its search because, like you mentioned, there could be racist or whatever comments. Because what the the AI does is kind of like it, it kind of like understands the overall zeitgeist of you know our human mm -hmm. knowledge and stuff like yeah. that and then it kind of and then it kind of like spits it back out so if we are racist <laughs> it's racist you know so that's how it works but um yeah AI, i mean google was hesitant but then yeah. kind of like chat gpt forced its hand mm -hmm. look it's coming out two months 100 million active users yeah. and google said you know i have to do something about this right and uh i i mean some people could just go to i think bing has in, in, uh, implemented it already at this yeah. point Yes. Yeah. So I think you know some people could actually just go to Bing, type in a, a search, and then just get an answer straight away from the AI mm -hmm. instead of going through like a whole list of like results to find information that you want. Yeah. yeah even though Google is still very very uh, good. Yeah. I think Google had another strike by Microsoft. So Microsoft is bringing AI called uh, Copilot. Okay. Into its productivity apps such as like Excel, Words, and PowerPoints. Mm -hmm. ah. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, not just for search. So I mean, your Google yeah. search is uh, like you say, Google search. You know, people could move from Google search into Bing, but applications as well. That could yeah. be you know a, a new uh, you know change change the game yeah. again. So I'm writing an article on Word or something like that, and yeah. then the AI comes in. Hey, you know what? Why don't you do this instead? So, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> that can happen. Yeah. yeah. And perhaps next time also you can just consult GPT on your. <laughs> You are ill, or I can just consult a doctor. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe one day we could re reach that level, but you know, at this point, yeah, my health probably yeah. still on a real doctor <laughs> yeah, true, true. <laughs> to find out if anything's wrong with me. But yeah, I, I mean, I, I can totally see the direction that mm. you know technology yeah. is going. It's, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing. Okay, back to the question on whether Google should worry. I think the rule of Microsoft are giving a perception that Google is falling behind Microsoft. So I think we should watch closely as both sets up the next search platform competition.
Yeah, I think yeah, that's something that we're going to have to monitor a bit because uh, Google has been, you know, a mainstay for so many years, decades. Uh, but this is just for chat GPT. What about, I mean, AI is a big thing. I mm-hmm. mean, chat GPT is just one application of AI, artificial okay. intelligence. You know, um, and AI, I think is going to just get even better and better exponentially. We're just going to mm-hmm. see a huge increase in the power of it. Um, you know, what companies you see, you know, benefiting from this AI revolution? I think, uh, I think in the US, uh, Amazon is expecting a partnership with AI startup uh, Hugging Face. Mm. And Meta is also part of the race. So, and has so far taken a more cautious uh, approach. So AI surging popularity is spreading awareness in China also mm. about the, how advanced the US is and just how far behind they are. So in China, regulators have told major Chinese tech companies not to offer chat GBT services yet to due see. to their strict internet restrictions. Yeah. So the tech firewall. companies, yeah, yeah correct, correct, correct. yeah, yeah. So tech companies like, such as Baidu, Alibaba, NetEase and Tencent will need to report regulators uh, before they launch their own AI-like services. Mm-hmm. I think there's uh, more companies exploring uh, AI-like service, uh, but the world is actually more focused on the capabilities of uh, the Microsoft GPT-4, okay. which was yeah. recently released. Yeah, it yeah, recently yeah. released. It, I actually, uh, I mean, read a little bit about that. It's mm-hmm. a little, it's, it's more perceptive now. So I think one of the examples I read about it was that some guys were playing around with ChatGPT-4, uh-huh. and the AI is able to now explain jokes to you. Wow. <laughs> so the thing about jokes is sometimes it has double meanings to it uh. a human can pick it up but the AI may not mm. this one can can, can, can can do it it's pretty intelligent that's pretty good so it's like it's it's even better now so yeah pretty pretty, pretty amazing soon yeah. soon they're gonna recommend stocks yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you can just ask and then and yeah. maybe they recommend it and they get all, all of it right wow <laughs> hopefully <laughs> and all of us just yeah. know, then it becomes like a world ETF I guess I don't know anyway yeah. so um, many stocks and companies that could benefit from AI chat GPT mm-hmm. Uh, any other you know companies that you think you be- can benefit from this? I think the global chatbot market size was estimated at five billion USD in 2022, mm. uh, and it's expected to expand at a compound annual growth rate of around 23 percent from 2023 to 20, 2030. Mm. Such AI relies on storage space in massive data centers across the world, which is likely to be an opportunity to tap onto their growth. So besides data centers, uh, thousands of chips called GPUs are needed inside the server rooms. GPUs are used to train the AI model and are more efficient than CPUs. Uh, An opportunity for NVIDIA that dominates these markets, which is also the world top 10 most valued tech companies. So the potential benefiting areas are likely to be the chip makers companies and the data centers yeah, so it's not just the, the software but the hardware that yeah. goes into powering this AI revolution is going to be very important as yeah. well so semiconductors uh, chip makers like uh, NVIDIA and all that so I mean you were mentioning just now about China right uh, yeah. and then the US There's, I mean we all kind of know that two of these, these two countries are competing on a lot of fronts uh, but this is one front that which could basically tip the balance in either way you know um so what, how do you see, you know, this race between the U.S. and China, uh, you know, in, in this area of AI? I think back in 2022, U.S. President Biden signed the Chip and Science Act, where U.S. $280 billion was pumped into R&D in areas including AI. In the rapidly evolving tech sector, 
R&D is crucial to cushion the tech industry. So NASDAQ, the key index for tech sector and comprises of around 51% of tech companies, surprisingly rose around 16% year to date. Against the backdrop of high interest rate environment, the higher costs associated with borrowing may reduce business ability to service its debt and consequently experience lower growth rates. So recently, the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank mm -hmm. shocked the tech companies as it is the lenders in the tech startup space. Yeah. 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 So then in China, uh, President Xi Jinping announced the government plans at the 20th National Congress last year to introduce business-friendly policies, especially, in, uh, especially for internet platform companies, which is a significant pivot from the tech crackdown in 2021. So Hang Seng Tech Index, which represents the 30 large tech companies listed in Hong Kong, had a mild loss of around 5% year-to-date. So for those who are interested in the Hong Kong tech sector in general, mm -hmm. there is a Hang Seng Tech ETF by Lion Global and OCBC Securities to expose into the future growth of Hong Kong tech markets. Yeah. yeah. So ETF is one of those instruments that, uh, I mean, I think there is a benefit for a lot of people who don't really handpick stocks, right? Mm -hmm. So because this index, I think I look at the components, uh, they have Alibaba, Tencent, Xiaomi, uh, Pi2 or so inside. Okay, so it's kind of like capture the whole essence of, you know, if you are bullish in Chinese tech, this is on the ETF mm. you can actually look at. Yeah, it's a passive yeah. way to just get exposure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. instead of like selecting one by one, you can just spread the whole portfolio and then yeah, just yeah. by getting one. Yeah, ETF. so no recommendation to do anything here. It's just yeah. <laughs> information for yourself mm. if you're interested in ETFs and in that uh, tech uh, market in, uh, mm. in China. I think it's interesting that you brought up the CHIPS Act that mm -hmm. uh, the US signed recently. Because I think the US uh, kind of like fuels the competition from China and they have this CHIPS Act, which basically restricts certain technologies from going to China. So that forces China into basically developing its own technologies to yeah. keep pace you know, with this, with this growth and this uh, AI and all that. So, I mean, uh, that forces the, the Chinese tech companies to really just up their game. And that could, um, you know, they, they could benefit from all these, uh, you know, basically the competition that is that's mm -hmm. coming up. So uh, yeah, do con, I mean, if you're interested in that, do find out more about that yourself. So, I mean, it looks like the tech sector, I guess, is still here to stay. I mean, 2021 wasn't the best year for it, but I don't think it's going anywhere soon, right? I mean, it's still, mm -hmm. we use tech every day and the tech sector uh, is here to stay and it's, it's probably going to, I don't know how it's going to go in, mm -hmm. in this year and, 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 and forward. Yeah, with China opening, I think there's a lot of green shoots that we are actually looking at. Yeah. Yeah, so what do you think? What do you think about the tech sector? I think there's uh, upside potential growth, which I shared earlier on, that, that a research house expected a compound annual growth rate of around 23% wow. mm. from 20, 2023 to 2030. So on the flip side, the relationship between uh, AI popularity and the uh, performance of tech stock is a bit complex and it can be influenced by various factors such as market trends, yeah. economic conditions, and the performance of the stocks itself. Mm -hmm. So as a word of cautious, uh, tech companies that have more cash and cash equivalent on hand might be a better position. Stay invested and also keep a lookout on the ongoing news happening in the banking sector in the US. Because right, yeah. that could basically have a domino effect yeah, on, right. on, on other areas as well. Mm -hmm. So uh, I mean, I hope that was, uh, that's pretty much it, right guys? Yeah, yeah. So mm, wrap up pretty of, much, uh, yeah. of this uh, discussion on, you know, ChatGPT AI and how the stocks in, you know, uh, the sectors in the US and China could be affected as well. So that's a pretty good wrap up. All right, my name is Adam. 
there's Rosman. We are from the fifth thank person. You. Of course, we have Troy. He's thank from you, OCBC thank Securities. You. Thank you so much for being here again. If you like this episode, please hit the like button. Tell us you're doing a great job. Of course, subscribe to our channel. Many more roundtables coming up on OCBC Securities as well. So once again, this is Trading Matters by uh, OCBC Securities. If you want to find out more about OCBC Securities, just go to iocbc.com slash trading matters to find out more. And with that, thank you so much for watching and we'll see you around again.